Hello, sports fans. This is Sellout Sports. I am Tori Rich, joined by Mike Mawson. Today is November 13th, 2023, and that is a bad day to be a Bills fan, as is as are many days to a be a Bills of, fan. A lot of days are bad um, days to be Bills fans. They find okay. new they find new ways to define misery in Buffalo, and um, and they found a new one tonight. Uh, let's talk about it a little bit more. Hit it, Mike. All right, that Bills game, uh, man, they they just do just keep finding ways to lose. Look at games. that Cortland Sutton catch! Yeah, oh my watch, goodness! Watching the highlights now, and uh, yes, sir, Cortland Sutton. And you know what? That's five straight games for the touchdown for him. Oh, is it? I'm him. He said, it's... "I am him. I'm Himothy." <laughs> oh man! But uh, oh, well, he was open. Um. Anyway, yeah, uh, it's just Josh Allen, the Bills. They, I, I just, I, I don't know what else to say anymore. They don't, they, they don't give Josh Allen like any help. You know what I mean? And and and, it, and I, I'm not saying I have any sympathy for him, but it's just. Well, they tried to give him help on that last drive, and then uh, James Cook just decided to dribble the football, which is not a. You know, well, that's smart thing to do. Actually, I mean, it worked out great for him. He it did. Yeah, he, he bounces the football right off the turf. It goes right back to him. He gets like another 20 yards out of it, right? And if he had just gone down... Actually, we talked about this, though, like clock management-wise, right? Like James Cook got the first down too fast. So the Bills pick up the first down... <sighs> They're outside the twenty. Basically, they a little over three minutes. Left. The way the way it was set up is like they could have gotten two first downs. James Cook got so many yards that they could only get th- that it was first and goal now. Right, and which is tough because you need a touchdown. No, and you need like, a touchdown. I, like absolutely, um, you got to take the touchdown when you can get it. Right, but it's a, like man, it's just it's one of those things, right? Because the Broncos have been playing better defensively. It's not like it's a, a given. Yeah, all of gonna, a sudden. Yeah, it's just so weird. Very, you know. I mean, there's been that kind of turnaround with the Vikings. It feels like too. We'll talk about them in a minute. But this Bills game, just the way it went down, and then just that field goal at the end. So uh, yeah, I mean, I was saying it in real time. It's just like this isn't going to go well for them because you know they wanted it on the hash. You understand that they put it on the hash for them. You don't practice rushing out. You do a little bit, but you don't. How for how how many field goals? You know, a kicker practices say 100 how many of those are rushed maybe three yeah well and they're you know they're, they're creatures of habit and right. they, they got to go through their whole routine and, and do their and do their little shimmy with and you're their on hips the field and, with 14 yeah. seconds left and you're like okay now you're rushing your two-step you don't have it you're right they're creatures of habit and that throws them off just enough where the thing is he had more time because the like the miss happened by the time the play was over there were still four seconds left yeah, so really four. like 
if you think about it, that's I mean the kick probably wasn't away till six, seven seconds. Yeah, but you're so he could have taken his time a little bit more. You can. You you wish they probably had, you know, a little bit more awareness, but how many times again had does a kicker have to look at the clock and actually, you know, get it off in a certain amount of time? But all that being and, said, and that's and obviously also the uh, you know, the the holder had a problem earlier in the game too. So it's that's in the back of your mind as well. It's just you know, the operation wasn't clean all night. And all that being said, though, is who who bailed them out? The Bills with with too many men on the field, and it's yeah, like, we're getting the count now: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven like, people on the line. But 12, hey, but 12 hey, guess players. What? <laughs> ah, 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 ah. No, I, I don't, but I just don't get it. Like, if you're the Bills, at that point, just leave your defense on the field, right? Yeah, I. I'm telling you, man. I but you also know it's coming, right? Like they're they're lining up to take a snap. No, no, no. You, you know that it's it's about to be. They had three downs to be like, okay, they're setting up for a field goal. Like, oh, they're not going to have so, any timeouts left. So it's going to be it's going to be Joe, Mike, and Bill. Like you, you know what I mean? Like figure out who's going out there. Yeah. You know, like it's bad coaching. It's just it just comes down to bad coaching sometimes, and it really was this time. And so sometimes good coaching is just not screwing up. You know, just not shitting yourself when when things matter. You know, he missed the goddamn field goal. The game's over. I mean, the, we might be remembering this one at the end of the season. You know what I mean? When the Bills need a, you know, are fighting for that seventh playoff spot because we've talked about it all year. The AFC is unforgiving. Yeah, I mean, just look at the North right now. It's you know, like they're all playoff teams right now. Yeah, AFC North, hundred percent. I don't think the Steelers will be for too too long, but we'll um, see. hey, you never know. Defense is good. Yeah, defense is good. Um, anyway, uh, but that's you know that's what we just watched. So we just had a little bit of recency bias there. But yeah, so I wanted to get into. So I didn't catch a lot of college football this weekend, Mike. And the reason for that is so, as you know, is I was up covering the our uh, our local team in the state championship game, and you know we're not going to make it a habit of talking about high school football too I often. I think this one deserves it. But though. this one deserved it, man. This thing was wild. Uh, so our local team, the Burr and Burton Bulldogs, they go, they take a twenty-eight six to twenty-eight to six lead early in the fourth quarter, and it's like, all right, yeah, they're going to coast this thing out, and the the Hurricanes, Hartford Hurricanes, just come storming back, man. It it, it was wild. So their their quarterback, so Hartford's a running team for everybody listening. They, they they do not want to throw the ball. Like they would like to throw the ball like four times a game just to keep you honest. Literally four times a game is their game plan, probably. So their quarterback had not completed a pass before the fourth quarter. He was 0 for 6 or 0 for 7. I can't remember. He finished the game 6 for 14, 223 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> Including. Including. So so yeah, so he gets two touchdown passes in conventional fashion, but both deep balls. There's it, like as as a as a outsider that has never hasn't covered Hartford this year. I was like, Jesus, why don't they throw the ball? <laughs> Granted, you know, Burn Burton was playing the run. You know, like they game planned for the run. Right. You know, and because um, they have quick strike capability with the run too, it's not like you can just say, oh, they're gonna chuck it now. We can't worry yeah, about I mean, the run had, anymore. They had like, four touchdowns of over seventy-five yards the last time these two. The, the only time these two met early in the year, which was a forty-three to seven yeah. Hartford win. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of bare. Like that's sort of the lead, right? Is the fact that Hartford pounded these guys two months ago? Not even fifty days. Fifty days exactly. It was forty-three to seven. Hartford beat them, and then BBA came out and was up twenty-eight to six in the state championship game 
But no, Hartford comes all the way back. Like I said, it was just like, like why don't they throw the ball more? Because <laughs> like, it was working. The kid, the kid had a nice, good arm. They had athletes that could get down the field, whatever. So two touchdowns. Then unbelievable punt. So, so it's, it's 28 to 20. Yeah, 28 to 20. Burn Burton gets the ball back after recovering an, a, a surprise onside kick, you know, that they kind of saw coming, but they gave it a shot. So Burn Burton gets the ball back close to midfield. But they go three and out because Harvard's defense is feeling it now. They were they were just flying around, right? And uh, and this was a physical fucking game too, <laughs> like like popping all night. I mean, y- you've seen both teams play, you know. Yeah. Um. And so anyway, so yeah, so three and out, and then mo- NFL caliber punt. You know, he punts. So the ball's on the forty-seven, and ball bounces down inside the five. Kid, you know diving effort to keep the ball from going into the end zone other kids right there to down it for him at the one yard line couldn't have done it any better and then Hartford fucking spoiled it on him (laughs) so third down they get a sack it's like oh man they finally you know they righted the ship they're good nope (laughs) Hartford lines up for a fake punt Burn Burton's not tricked you know like they're lined up but their punter is the quarterback you gotta love high school football right so their punter is also the quarterback. Quarterback throws a perfect pass to this kid. Go, he just bobs and weaves his way through the everybody for a ninety-five yard touchdown. They get the two, tie it up. There's like four minutes to go. Anyway, Burn Burton finally gets it done. That you know they they finally you know stopped the bleeding. They went down and scored the game winning touchdown. It was wild, man. It was instant a, classic. Some would say. It, 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 well, yeah, apparently not some of your critics out there. <laughs> but so what? So and Mike, some others wouldn't. Some yeah, others wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, Mike posted on uh, on Twitter X, whatever the hell, uh, you know, just about my game. He retweeted whatever I put out or something, and um, and then some guy that was actually co- commenting on it. I guess I guess there's some people that you know pay attention. I got some on, haters, yeah, yeah, for for a high school state championship game. Hey, you know at least at least they're getting some press, right? You mm-hmm. know, um, I say instant classic. That was a fun one to be a part of. Like a little bit of history. I covered Burn Burton in a similar game last year, regular season, where Burn Burton gave up a three touchdown lead and then lost in double overtime. That shit was crazy. Well, too. yeah, I mean that's that's usually how it happens. High school, college, you know. Uh, professional uh not necessarily just nfl but or or just football but we'll stick to it considering that's the sport we're talking about right now it's tough to re-seize that momentum when it's everything was going your way and now everything's not going your way yeah you see it all the time and to uh to pony up and be able to say nope that this is now it's tied you know we're putting the shit behind us that happened that's fine you know i got jack mccoy a quarterback i got the best kid in the state you know, at quarterback. So again, for everyone listening, so Jack McCoy, this kid's. I mean, he's. I mean, he's only like five nine, five nine, five ten. I think if, if he's playing college ball, if he's playing college football, he's probably going to play defense because he's a stud. Yeah, that's what his brothers did. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but obviously, he's just like that leader at the quarterback position. Oh yeah, you know, not I mean? have a better leader. And um, yeah, two thousand yards passing, over two thousand yards passing, over a thousand yards rushing in eleven games. Like you know. It's Vermont high school football. Like if, 40, if you're listening out in California, you're probably not going to be impressed. But yeah. you know, like 47 touch, total touchdowns this senior and, year, and turn the ball over like three times or something like yeah. that. He was unbelievable. Um, and and he had 58 carries in the last two games as a quarterback. <laughs> Who and he wears number so he wears number 34. 
He wears 34 because it was a tradition to uh, the, the best defensive player passes down 34, and he actually got it passed down from his brother, so it's even cooler, right? Um, you know, their dad is the head coach. Um, big fan. I like him. Whatever. I'm a media guy, but he's a cool guy. I like him. So um, it, it was just a great game to cover. It was, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad I got to be there. Um, so you didn't watch a lot of college football. So, I didn't, so the point was I didn't watch a lot of college football. Neither but did I. I. Uh, but I'll, I'll give Burn Burton some love, though. Why didn't you watch college football this weekend? Uh, I was down in Long Island uh, after our our uh, late-night podcast. I, I woke up about four hours, three and a half, four hours later, drove down four hours to Long Island, covered a... Uh, uh, we didn't stay up that late for that one, did we? No, we didn't stay up that late, but the fact of the matter was I had to wake up at 3.30 in the morning to get to the game. I didn't know you were getting up that early. So. Um yeah, you know, got got through. Uh, you know, covered a high school field hockey state semifinal game, and they lost. They lost. They lost, and then I got you know a couple New York slices uh, at this nice Italian joint, and then uh, I made my way back. There's a lot of traveling, so yeah, not a lot of college football watched. I watched some in the in the late slate, but uh, some headlines nonetheless that we need to <laughs> we need to talk a little bit about. Well, I think you know. Um I don't really know any of the the bullshit targeting calls. I'm sure there were a few. So what I, because ESPN doesn't cover that shit, right? The, but but they will cover a uh, a linebacker dropping the ball on a on a you know fumble return for or no it was a pick, pick yeah pick six. Um, so he intercepts the ball, and dude, so Alonzo Tupatala, Washington linebacker Alonzo Tupatala, what are you thinking? He wasn't even close. He was about two and a half yards out, I would say, he's, when he dropped that ball. He's thinking about dropping the ball at the three, four yard line. What is going through your head, dude? I guess they, I guess defenders need to practice their, uh, their returning. You know, just, what, <laughs> there needs to be a drill being like, this is the goal line. You do not drop the ball before this. Let's just say, what's the appropriate punishment for something like this? I don't like. I don't even know. Like, like I mean, like, so you haven't seen the program, right? But. Like no, the running back fumbles, so like it's it's so stereotypically, you know, it's it's a very cheesy college football movie. It's not even a real college football program because they had to they went so over the top with all of the stereotypes. So the running back played by Omar Epps um, is required to carry the football with him everywhere, including oh, okay. the class. Yeah, I've heard of, I've heard. And then yeah. they and then so probably like, from you. And he and then he probably has like remedial class, you know, remedial math class with all of his teammates. And they and they punch the football out and like and they, there's a dog pile for the football because if they get it from him then um, hey at least they're going to class because uh, who is it Clemson that was making up classes for their football players I thought that was couple, North Carolina it could have been let's be honest it was both yeah and a lot of others that have been reported <laughs> exactly but anyway so yeah I don't even know where the program was supposed to be but um I mean yeah James Con is the head coach I got you. you know what I mean like yeah. it, it's 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 amazing. It's it's so bad that it's good because it's like it's like good acting, but it's hard to explain. You know what I mean? To for me, it was like should I waste two hours of my life and watch? Please, it? please okay. do because that way I can talk to you about it. So like, yeah, because it's just every stereotype of football you've ever seen. Right? There's the there's the roid head. There's the quarterback with some cheerleader girlfriend. Uh, no, 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 no. The quarterback has like um. You know, like loves cocaine. Uh, no, 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 sub substance abuse issues, and um, you know, and he battles his demons, and oh, you know, okay. like 
And then Omar Epps is one of the running backs. And then there's another running back that's like the bruiser running back. Omar Epps is like the scat back. Yeah. And, and then, you know, later in the season, they find a, the linebackers just like. Do they have a wide um, receiver that uh, doesn't want to pay child support? No, I, I don't remember a prominent wide receiver on the team now that I think about it. There must have been one. I don't know. I'll have to go back and watch the film. Yeah. Okay. Please just go watch the program so we can talk about it and make fun of it. For me, watching the program is like watching 98% of military movies where it's like, dude, it would have been so easy to just get that right if you asked a military guy. It's like, no, you don't say, um, what is it? Oh, yeah, like, like so in the military, sometimes it, you, you, you hear me say it at work sometimes. Yeah, yeah, roger that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like I say that as a response to, as a like, oh, yeah, I heard you. I, I got you. Okay. But like in the military, in the military movie, they'll say it as a yes. Right. It's like you don't say Roger that for yes. Like after everything. Like yeah. No. Yeah. They just like like they're just like yeah. That sounds like military. Cool. Yeah. Throw it in there. <laughs> like dude, what the fuck are you doing? And that's what they did with football. You know what I mean? They were like yeah, just they're just a bunch of roid heads, and they said yeah, kill everybody. Like it's like there's no nuance whatsoever, and that's and that is what makes it amazing because it's just yeah, it's just terrible. That's like the Pistons. Wait. Oh god. <laughs> There you go. We're not way. there yet. We're not there yet. We have we have other college football to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, uh, Mike. Okay, you just told me about this. I didn't even know. So, Jimbo gone. Jimbo Fisher got fired, and nobody feels bad for him because he's got seventy-seven million coming his yeah, way. Still largest buyout ever. Uh, Holy shit! And this is just like interesting on a lot of levels. So they just beat. Sorry, who'd they beat? Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Not not exactly a slapdick program, right? I mean, they're, they're in the SEC. They're, they're in the, the SEC. They're in the bottom of the SEC. Right, but they're probably better than Vanderbilt most years, so they're not even yeah. the bottom of the SEC. You know, a lot of, sometimes they're better than Kentucky, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, they, they can be. They have the potential I mean? to be. I mean, they have the potential to be good, but this is Mississippi State without Will Rogers at quarterback, so there's not much there. But I mean, Mississippi, obviously, Fletcher like, Cox, man, come on, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know the tragedy of Mike Leach dying last year, and and this was so I'm trying to get getting a little ahead of myself here. So this was the coach that actually replaced him on the interim basis, and then they they hired him as a full time coach. Um, so yeah, Texas A and M wins fifty one to ten Sunday. Texas A and M fires Jimbo Fisher, seventy seven million dollars to him today Monday day of this recording. Mississippi State fires their coach. You don't see that very often. Yeah, both at the same. Yeah, the twofer. You don't get that. Um, I just I want to talk more about the Jimbo one though. It's like I don't know. It's for it's me. Tied it's tied like, to it, you know what it is. It's tied to oil money a lot. Is is what a lot of people say because all of their boosters are oil tycoons, <laughs> and so when the when the price of oil goes up, they can afford these kind of buyouts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so maybe that that's why that checks out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like it's and you know what? It's in terms of you know again this ties in with your Pistons take from last week, right? It's like I kind of respect it because it's like we're not like listen we're not winning enough games here. So and they just became like, bowl eligible too to add like another wrinkle to it. Like <laughs> yeah, but nobody gives a shit about that win. anymore. I know, I know. Like especially like that program, that's not what they're vying for. But they're going to be in the Massengill Bowl or whatever the, the Bahamas fuck, so. Bowl. That's not in the Bahamas this year. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like so nobody gives a shit about whatever bowl game Texas A and M is going to be in, especially now. Um, because it's not the bowl, like the bowl games don't even count as postseason anymore. They're basically like pre-senior bowl, senior bowl, or something. I don't know. 
Um, I guess I guess they're good. The for, transfer bowl it gives you good film for. Uh, it's the transfer <laughs> bowl. That's true. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think about that. It'll be important for the transfer portal, right? I don't know. So anyway, I don't know. I mean, it's, I just think it's funny. Like it's like it's like yeah, Mr. CEO. You know, you made us ten million dollars. You know, this year. Um, actually, you just made us ten million dollars this week. But you know, fifty-one to ten, man. Over over a legit D one program, right? 51 to 10 yeah, conference then, win. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, nope. See you later. And we will pay you $77 million to go away because it, like I said, I kind of respect it. Cause it's like, it's like, yeah, it's not good enough. It's, it's kind of respectable, but then you like, uh, you go a little bit deeper and like they had this conversation on Thursday. So I know that's late in the week and that's kind of when they made the decision. So he's a, he was a dead man walking, but why not fire him before? Like your season's pretty much over anyway. Why are you letting him kind of... Because no one cares about the bowl game, but we still got to get there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, it's like, it's crazy. I don't know, man. Like, it, it, the whole thing is weird. And um, and, and I say I kind of respect it, but at the same time, it's like, A, are, like, are you going to do better than Jimbo Fisher? And, you know, like, I mean, sometimes I guess you need a new voice, but do you really need a new voice So in the thing football? is, like, he's supposed to be this offensive guru, right? And their offense hasn't really clicked this year. And kind of in years past, for the most part, is he a guy that got hurt by the transfer portal? Did, actually, here's no, another thing no, about because, it. No, because no, he got it? hurt by his own recruiting. Is what he got hurt by is because they've well, he got he kind of. I got, was just gonna say, didn't they have like they, to, top the, five recruiting classes the last couple of years? Yeah, and the, it, they have the highest rated recruiting class ever, which is uh, their their sophomores now. Th- sophomores or they might be juniors. It might be their third year. Um, but that makes it harder to bring in transfers is what you're saying, right? Like, Well, no, what I'm saying is just the expectations are through the roof. I, they got hurt by NIL more than transfers because they their oil tycoons had money, bought all the good players, and then they're like, okay, we have the number one class. Now we, now we go win a national championship. And when that doesn't happen. Okay, so here's another football movie you need to see, Friday Night Lights. Because it's literally his first year as a coach, and, and, they're, and he's in the state championship game, and they're like, like, you got to prioritize these for me because I'm I'm getting a little okay. overwhelmed at this point. It's, will you relax? It's it's a couple of football movies. Watch Friday Night Lights first. Right. That one's more noted. Important. Noted. Um, all right. But <laughs> that being said, okay, hang on, hang on. I didn't do my homework, but we have one other thing to talk about first. We're gonna stay on. We're gonna you didn't stay do your on homework. Subject. Unbelievable. Hey, shut up. <laughs> you know where I was. I this is excused. This is the like. I get a, I get delayed. A, I get an extension. I get yeah, an extension yeah. on my homework. We'll, but we got to talk about Michigan for a second while we're still on college football. What the fuck is going on there? This, so his interim replacement head coach. I don't know if you call him interim because he's because he's only coaching on Saturdays. Yeah. So he's so he's the temporary head coach. I don't know. He's the so Sharon Moore. Um, just kind of lost his mind. Emotional the, guy. He, he got he got very emotional. Listen. I I understand it to a certain degree. Uh, it's been a rough week, you know. It's been a rough few weeks with the whole um, what's his name, the but spy. But like Connor Stallings, Connor. St- yeah, how do I forget that name? Um, plus, so, ex marine. Right? So, um, what what's going to happen there? The thirty for thirty is going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to watch that. First off. The, Dude, if there hasn't been a thirty for thirty about the about the Florida Gators from uh, what? No, oh, they just oh, did a Netflix thing on it. Oh, it wasn't did. a thirty for thirty, but it was a. The Swamp Kings or something like that. Okay, I'll make sure I watch that. But anyway, I have the name ESPN. You are allowed to use this. Just please credit Sellout Sports 
for for the Connor Stallions, thirty for thirty, the Rogue Stallion. You know that. <laughs> what if I told you? You know, like that. That's what it's gonna be. Keep going. Keep going. You have the rest of the promo. Or? No, 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 I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, uh, he was he was like Jim Harbaugh. I love you, man. No, I, said, I like, fucking love you, man. Fu- yeah, he said, I fucking <laughs> right, love you, man. Right and then, like, yeah. I love the shit out of you. <laughs> I love the shit out of you, man. And then, the, and then these guys, and he's like, wraps his arm around one of his players, and, and then he's yeah, like, he's, in, Cora, he's fully in tears, and and then and then like and then just like runs away from the interview. It was, <laughs> it like was a, so fucking it was weird. A, it was a Jim Harbaugh eulogy, is what it was. Yeah, exactly, it, dude. Exactly, it was like Jim Harbaugh died. And it's like, dude, he's. I, I had to check my phone after to make sure he was still alive. <laughs> exactly. Like, like so dude, no, he's still alive. Okay. There cool. was probably fake news out there that Jim Harbaugh was dead after that interview. Seriously, you I know, would have been a believer. Yeah, you know, you like you, you got to check had me like, guessing at, at the very least. You got to check a real news outlet, which I don't even know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I would trust CNN at this point. So, yeah, um, dude, I'm not getting hired by like any of the media outlets. I talk shit about Fox News and CNN, like. Guess I'm just gonna have to be respectable. Guess so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know, man. Like we talk about football being a fraternity, quote unquote. Like <laughs> these guys really act like frat boys that are like paddling each other's asses or something. I don't know. It's like like there's just like it, I don't know, man. It's not that big a deal. Didn't they act like they kind of acted like Harbaugh was dead at the beginning of the year too? Didn't they? Didn't we make fun of that? Yeah, that, I did. I did make was, fun of them because they they went went out into his formation and they all put the number. Th- was it three that Jim Harbaugh, whatever no, number he, he wore, was four. He, he was, was four, four. So they yeah. all they all put four up like he was dead. Yeah, this is the second time that Michigan has has made the public think that their head coach is dead. And and and, and, and what three months? That's impressive. And then there's not a defense. There's a wee fence. Yeah, and, like, and now they're America's team as well. Oh yeah, God, I can't wait to have Parker on. Yeah. Wait, is that this Thursday? Yeah, he's gonna be. Fuck yeah, yeah. There's no let up. There's no let up when it comes to Ohio State, Michigan, and, and Parker Rush. You guys will all know what I'm say, talking about uh, on Friday, dude. We're actually like we're actually like teasing our next episode. Parker's going to be on, and I'm like, yeah, I think he's going to, especially in person, I, right? I, like, I don't want to ruin too much, but um, so one thing that uh, Ohio State fans do is they stop using the letter M come Michigan <laughs> week. So he texted me the other day. It's not even Michigan week yet, but he's he's getting ready. They put a red X through it. Instead of the the letter M, and uh, no, he's he's getting ready. He's already doing that that type of that type of activity. Oh boy! That team up north, they don't say the they don't say the name Michigan on Michigan Week. It's that that team up north, T T U N. So if you ever see T T U N, that's what it means. You know, you got an Ohio State Buckeye. Wait, what does T T U N mean again? That team up north, because team up north. Michigan is north of Ohio. I thought you were a geography guy. No, no, no. I, I honestly, I spaced out. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I was trying to think of like, you know, like just like ways to bait Parker into talking shit about Michigan. Like just the whole You state. don't have to bait. Yeah, no, I, I just want to like. You just have to have a discussion. I'd be like, how do you, what do you think of the movie Eight Mile? What is the, you know, like, I don't know. No, it, it, it'll be natural. Don't worry. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Um, okay. So it's time for me to take my medicine. I didn't do my homework, Mike. Boo. Um, yeah. Um, listen, I was uh, I was busy doing your job covering the state championship <laughs> game. <laughs> the game I stole from you. It's Fair enough. Be, it's good to be the boss. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, I got a I got an updated 
So I did my homework for you because I actually respect this podcast. Okay, I'm going to copy off your homework. <laughs> I never got to do that in high school. I was actually a good kid. So, yeah. So I, you didn't want the Pistons. Fine. Fair. Yeah, I understand no, it. No Pistons. I nope. understand it. I, I hope that you can just... Why? Wow, you came to understand it. You, I, you I hope that you can just watch a game here and there. Maybe not have them as your team, but just kind of no, see what I'm saying. Okay, no millennial mentality. You're not. You're not doing like, hey, just give the Pistons a participation trophy. No, there's I no participation that. trophy. That's not what I was going for. I, I was going for more just like enjoyment of the entertainment of watching. Dude, I don't like basketball enough for that. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm trying to get you to like, like basketball. I, yeah, I want. I want to. I watch basketball to have something to talk about with you and my little brother and and the listeners. As a, and, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure, that too. Uh, no, like you, you, you educate me on the air for the listeners. That's All right, I'll start with the Oklahoma City Thunder. That is your new team. Okay. All right. So I was gonna it. go, and this, this is how much I respect you. I was gonna go with the Sacramento Kings, and then I decided not to because I didn't want to hear you bitching about Demonte Sabonis's bitching all the time because he complains about calls, and I just did not want. That oh, it doesn't sound like that's because you respect me. It sounds it sounds like you just didn't want to hear me bitching. That's a little bit of both. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Lou Dort is your guy. He is okay. I did so. I I think I get credit for a little bit of homework because I did watch a highlight reel of Lou Dort. So yeah, I I, I put it on. I know. <laughs> you did watch a five minute clip of Lou Dort, and I I respected your comparison. Tell tell everyone who you thought. I said, I said, it looks like Mark, Mark is smart without the flopping. That is spot on. Okay. So, so now to be fair, impacts winning. Uh, I like great, it. great defender. To be fair, though, it was a highlight reel. So I'm going to need to, and so, and I think you'll I like him even my, more when, okay, because it's, okay. it's the non highlight reel plays that kind of make him who he is. Okay. And I think that's the same way with Marcus Smart. And I think it's the same way. With those type of guys, you know, the Patrick Beverly's, those those type of guys. All right, uh, are there like fake hustle plays like with Marcus Smart though? Or I, I don't watch the Thunder religiously, so I can't say for certain. All right, because I because the fake hustle stuff. I, is I don't annoying. think there. I don't think there is, but I mean, to be fair, the fake hustle stuff still gets people hyped up though. So I like it's yeah. I mean, like just even diving on the floor, even if you don't have to, it, it energizes you. Well, it, well, here's the thing, right? Like fake hustle stuff from Marcus Smart. Like there were like a couple of plays, like diving on balls. You, you knew he wasn't going to get against the Hawks in that first. Like that was when I noticed it, and I was like, oh my god, that's annoying. But you know what's annoying about it is announcers being like, look at the hustle, look at the effort. It's like that's fine, but you know what? If it gets dumb, Uh-oh. you wouldn't have liked. Rest in peace, Tommy Heinsohn. Is it? Oh no, uh, no, 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 no! Tommy I know, points. I know who Tommy Heinsohn is, and Tommy Heinsohn was ridiculous. But no, I'm about no, to no, end no. this podcast no, right listen, now. Listen, listen. Rest put, in peace. Put love, some respect on Tommy's you, name. Love you, Tommy Heinsohn, but he was ridiculous. Come on. Come I on. might introduce Tommy points to this podcast just because you said he that was, he was. <laughs> So, like, wait, like, you is it awarding points for for hustle? That's for, literally that's how can you hate that? That's what Tommy points are. Okay, I, or I, not hate, but how can you find that annoying when somebody dove on the floor and and you know that's a Tommy point? And a, <laughs> it's fantastic. When when it was, I grew up with Tommy Heinsohn. Listen, I know who slander dude, him. Don't insult me. I know who Tommy Heinsohn is. I'm just. I'm just saying, and he, we need we need. He was an egregious homer. That's all. Oh, he was uh, definitely a homer. Yeah, 
Well, no, he was egregious about it. Yeah, no, 100%. There was no objectivity there. I, I will give you that. Um, same thing. What's his name for the Bruins? Um, Jack. Uh, yeah, I know, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he, he's, he's an egregious homer, too. It's, While we're on announcers, just real quick, need you to listen to some uh, or watch some, some Celtics home games so you can get a little bit more Mike Gorman in your life before he retires because he is fantastic. Okay. All right, but we're talking Oklahoma City, right? We are. So, all right, so Lou Dort... Even looked at the measurables, the three-point percentage, career three-point percentage. Lou Dort's basically right on a you know one for three you Clip, know yeah. career, um, you know. But but really, like yeah, he he likes to he likes to go to the net strong for, at least from that highlight reel. That's why. The, so to your point, I need to watch a whole game and get a sense of who Lou Dort is because because you're you're big on him being my guy. So he hustles um, ninety-four feet. So we'll see, man. Maybe I, maybe I'll be buying myself a Lou Dort jersey. I love uh, that. The Dortcher Chamber. That's, the, it's a great name. Yes. Uh, it, what is it? It's Lou Gortz or Lou Getz yeah, is his name. Yeah. Don't um, don't make me do French now. Yeah. Um, Jalen Williams, slasher, good. You know, kind of all around guy. Runs the floor, dunks. Uh, you know, good good player. Good young. I mean, they're all. Most of this team is is very very young. Uh, then there's uh, Jalen Williams with a Y. No, he, you just. You, you, you can, just said Jalen Williams. Yeah, well, there's two of them, but you can forget the one with the Y because he stinks. He just makes everything kind of confusing. Uh, he's a big. <laughs> You're losing me. <laughs> yeah. So there's two Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams goes by J Dub. I think a lot of uh, broad. The Which good, one? The good one. The good <laughs> J Dub is is okay. is the one that. J with the Y isn't good enough to. No, he's have kind a, of a big that's just not really impactful. Okay, uh, he's young um, as well, so you know there's there's time okay. for him. He, he, here's how I'll remember it. J, J, good Jalen spells it the way that makes sense to me. It's just J A L E N. It's yeah. simple, no flair. Like Jalen Suggs and yeah, yeah, but J A Y Jalen hurts. Yeah, spells it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, but J A Y L I N that's annoying. So I'll remember that he's the one who sucks. Yeah, annoying go. sucks. That's that's pretty good. Josh Giddy, all around guy. He's like six eight, six nine. He's he's one of those types that can play like four different positions because he's he's lengthy, kind of like a true guard skill set. But he does everything. He'll give you like fifteen five and five a night. You know, um, and then obviously Shea Gilgis Alexander, who I know you know. Uh, yeah, over 30, 30 points last year, but like will facilitate too and is like a willing passer not just like i want to get an assist here type of thing like makes the right play i mean i'll be honest if i'm watching this game i'm gonna i'm gonna keep a close eye on him too because he's the he's the superstar of the team and over time no matter what the team takes on the personality of their superstar so yeah and if he acts like an asshole i'm gonna be like yep there's no chance for this team but if he but if he's cool all right we'll see and the yeah the game that we're mentioning is tonight, uh, you know, Spurs. Oh, technically tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spurs. Yeah, by the time these listeners listen as well, our listeners listen, Spurs uh, Thunder, 730 ESPN. So, you know, they're giving you a gift. They're like, here, Tori, we want you to be a fan. It's on ESPN. Watch on your couch. It's also Chet Holgram versus Victor, two, you know, freakishly <laughs> tall people that but, can barely, like, but they could get blown away in the wind. Yeah, so, so yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, so I get to watch them like you know, bang. like be awkward. Yeah, yeah bang in the post. Uh, That's true. Know? They're probably both have huge games just because like they're it's not like used to wacky inflatable arm flinging <laughs> tube man. Wacky wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they'll probably have big games against each other just because like because the, well, they're both super long though. Well, 
Wemby Wemby's way longer, like way more length, right? Like the like he's go go gadget arms, but yeah, I mean, well, Chet's seven one, so that's that's no so, slouch either. Yeah, yeah, I know. So the uh, the NBA is giving me this gift, but you know that that's the other cool part about the NBA is the uh, the load management. So so Shage Gilgis Alexander and uh, and Wemby will probably rest that night for load management. <laughs> No, it's after you talked up this game. Well, it is the in-season tournament, so you're going to have to deal with alternate courts. I'm sorry. Ah, for that's, fuck's sake. That's why it's on ESPN. Oh, but the in-season tournament, that's important. we got to make sure. So yeah. everybody, everybody's going to be up for that, right? Bonuses, baby. Coaches, players. Uh, everyone gets bonuses. <laughs> Especially on a team like Oklahoma City. Like they're, uh, they yeah, that's true. The money actually matters yeah. on Oklahoma City. Yeah, that's true. And San Antonio, another young team as well, so. Yeah, that's true. I guess the money might, actually matters. You to might them. get a spirited game t- tonight. Okay. So, all right. Okay. All right. I, I respect you. You're you're accepting basketball. I appreciate. I'm, that. I'm in. I'm in. Let's let's do this. All right. Oklahoma City, San Antonio might be might be. I mean, plus it's Popovich, right? Like, I mean, he's kind of Belichick of NBA, right? So yeah, like, yeah, for sure. All right. I can. Okay. I can. I can get on board with this. Beautiful. Okay. We're getting places. All right. All right. Homework assigned. Um, and given an extension, but, uh, let's get back to what I want to talk about, which is football. (laughs) All right. Um, so, you know, we decided, like, you know, we knew this was the game of the week. It didn't, it didn't really disappoint. Um, I guess at times quarterback play disappointed a little bit, but, uh, but then again, you know, there were, you know, uh, uh, CJ Stroud playing with house money right now. Yeah. We we talked about it. Like regression was going to be. You know, expected. Yeah, and I and I don't even know. I mean, I guess you can call just, it a regression. You know, turnovers, right? Well, turnovers, but like just one really bad throw. But I mean, well, you the, can't, well, the fumble you got to put on him too. But. Yeah, but you can't. I, I don't want to be the type that's overanalyzing every throw either. You know, like you're throwing it 400 times a year or whatever, right? I mean, there's gonna be a bad player too. No, um, and you know what? So again, though, I look at this again, coaching. I, I I I've gone back and forth on Zach Taylor so many times, and I just even though the Bengals are still my Super Bowl pick, that is on the back of Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and that defense especially. But if you refuse to give Joe Mixon the ball and you put it on Joe Burrow every week, this is what's going to happen. And I think uh, they eleven carries for Joe Mixon, dude. Guess how many? Do you know how many carries that uh, um, Singletary got for the Texans? Well, Pierce is out. I know he's hurt. So, and I was watching. I was watching a good amount of that game. I know he went over one fifty. So I it had to have at least been twenty five. Thirty. Yeah. Thirty carries for Singletary, man. Like again, because they don't want to put too much on their rookie quarterback. And he was he was gashing them. Yeah, and that's the thing. It it was working. But even if it's not, and actually, that's actually frustrating about the Bengals is the running game was working. When yeah, they Joe mixing the ball. Mixon had like two people on his back every time, and he was going for like two or three more yards. He was he was just bullying his way. It's like as soon as you give your quarterback the money, you expect him to do everything. It is like you're you're setting him up to fail with this play calling. They do it with Josh Allen. They do it with Burrow. They, I'm telling you, man, different play calling. They they beat the Rams in that Super Bowl, the Bengals. That whole second half. They just kept having Burrow drop back, and Aaron Donald just annihilated their offensive line. That offensive line that couldn't like if they had just handed off the Mixon a little bit more, even like I'm I'm saying just get stopped three times in a row and punt, 
it's at least the clock is running. Instead, they get Burrow freaking killed. It's just it's just crazy to me. It's crazy. Like, and then and then their offensive line was so bad that they didn't even have faith to run it on that fourth down play. You know, I mean, granted, on third down, Aaron Donald just manhandled him and and brought right, down yeah. Samaj P Ryan, who's not a small guy. Um, interesting that it was P Ryan on that play too. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? The last series yep. that the Bengals had the ball. I I went I went off on a tangent, but I just I don't know, man. Zach Taylor, I don't trust him. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it, it wouldn't be sellout sports without bitching about the refs, right? This it didn't end up mattering because uh, Burrow threw a pick. Uh, you know, only a few plays later on the drive. Yeah, right through in the a, red zone. Through a uh, through a pick into the end zone. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this Jamar Chase half giving himself up. He's a fucking wide receiver. Yeah, it ends up being helmet to helmet. Because he goes down. Like, yeah. Dude, he's a runner. You don't like there was no way that the defender knew what, what Jamar Chase was gonna do there. Yeah, and it's not like he has a habit of just dropping down randomly in, you know in the middle of the field. I'm telling you. It, just, it shouldn't have been. He banged his head off. So I think it, it might have been shoulder to, to helmet. It might have been helmet to helmet. It might have been helmet to helmet, but, but it doesn't matter. And then, because and then he banged his head off the turf, and I think that's why they called it. It's, it's crazy to me. The, the fact that we're even, like, the, they were talking about ejecting. I don't remember who actually hit him. Do you? Uh, um, Texans safety, number six. Yeah, I forget I forget the name. Um, but it, they were talking about ejecting him. It's, it's insane. Like, what are these defenders supposed to do? Like, I'm sorry. I, I get it. You, like, there's a certain element of you got to protect the Jamar Chase of the world. Well, Jamar Chase needs to protect himself. In And he put it, he put himself in a defenseless position when nobody expects him to do that. Yeah, it wasn't. It was should should have been a no call. I'm glad that they didn't score off of it, but still. And I'm, Yeah, I'm glad they didn't score off it. Glad the Bengals didn't win the game because of it, but they easily could have, and that's – pretty damn frustrating but yeah um i don't know so you know we'll 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 see with the bengals again right like you know maybe maybe they'll figure it out maybe they'll maybe they'll actually figure out hey we should hand the ball off i i don't know you know like it it doesn't seem like teams do figure this stuff out but let's let's not take away from cj stroud like we're we're gonna match i mean that's two straight weeks with a game-winning drive as a rookie and against that bengals team where everything was trending up you have three turnovers. You you that that interception was bad. I mean, let's just call it what it was. Nearly a pick six. Three under four minutes left. You're up ten. Third and short. I mean, it just, he just underthrew it. That's that's just what happened. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I mean, uh, you know, um, you know, he he undercut it too. Like it, you know, yeah. man, man coverage. That's kind of an interesting um, element too. Is like Stroud doesn't run, and he and he is a good athlete. He's not like. You know he's not Lamar back there or anything like that, but he can run. He can take off and run. Yeah, but he's all, yeah he's not Tom Brady and, either, uh, right? No, like, <laughs> and he's definitely not Tom Brady. He's he's a lot closer to to uh, Lamar than yeah. Brady. And um, yeah, I mean you saw it on that touchdown where he did run from I think eight yards yeah, out, uh, and it, it was man coverage, and they just they didn't have a QB spy because why would you? He doesn't run, and everything was covered. He just took it and didn't get touched into the end zone. I, I feel like he's he's probably going to start taking off and running more to try and Parker. Take, Parker t- would tell you he wouldn't though because uh, you know Ohio State likes to design runs, but um, you know scramble as well. That's one thing Parker uh, was always frustrated with was his uh, 
not inability to run, but lack of willingness. Yeah, yeah, just no desire to run. Well, you know, man, I, I get that though because again, I think it's just like it's the it's the black quarterback stigma is they don't want to take off and run. And I bet if I had to guess, I mean, I mean, look at um. Uh, Shador, the first game of the year, like he's a good athlete. He's yeah, a, we talked about he's it. Not, after he's not the, Dion after the back first there, week. But, yeah, that, um, he just wanted to pick apart the them in the passing game. You know, yeah, TCU. So I think it's like, hey, CJ, you're in the NFL now. Like you can take off and run every once in a while. You know, like you know, use your legs because that that will make things easier on him. It's there's it's a balancing act. It right? is a balance. Is exactly La- what I was going to say because Lamar does it too much, right? And, like, and because you know, like. You don't get that open on a. I think it was a third and goal. You know, if if you do run four times a game, there's somebody scheming for that. So if you do pull it out once a game, nobody's really going to scheme for that. You know. Yeah. And if you pick your spot once a game, yeah. and you're most effective, that's great. Um, Josh Allen does it too. Yeah, like I don't want to make it just a black quarterback thing. It is. Yeah. It's it's Josh Allen too. He he takes off and runs too much. Um, especially when we like there that it was a whole thing. Like Donovan McNabb, you know the the, the black the, the you know people would do the athletic quarterback, you know like quote unquote. And um, no, it, it, like it was a big thing when, when Donovan McNabb was coming out, and he and um, and frankly, it was kind of true of him. You know what I mean? Like he was he he wasn't like below average as a passer or anything like that but it was a lot of it was his legs creating plays for him yeah when i think michael vick of course yeah when i think of donovan McNabb, i think of him rolling out right and maybe he throws it maybe he runs it yeah but obviously that's become i mean hell man like when carson wentz his his year too it was it was it it was kind of yeah or would have been mvp year, right right? it was kind of the same thing um so it's um but yeah, like black quarterbacks do get that attributed to them more unfairly. I think you know, um, maybe just because of the the horror stories. Robert, you know, RG three, right? Like, mm. which, like, wasn't he in the pocket when his knee got hurt? Anyway? It was. So it was like, just. It was the turf in Washington. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. So, but you know, just to whatever. You, you, I think everybody gets my point there. Um, so. Um, speaking of a guy using his legs, though, and you know what? Like, I, I don't think anybody's going to fault him for it because nobody expected anything from him. Josh Dobbs, the Vikings are six and four, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. It's um, awesome, I, dude. I had no respect for this team. I was like, I mean, everybody was making jokes about it. it's like Justin Jefferson's that you know the Ferrari in the in the white trash you know yeah, parking yeah. lot. Um, <laughs> they're six and four, dude, in the NFC. Like, I mean. You could you could probably make a case that the Vikings are the third best team in the NFC right now. Yeah, like they might get a home playoff game. I mean, they like, you know, probably four because you're probably going to say like, okay, the Cowboys after shellacking the Giants again, they're probably Cowboys, three. Niners, Eagles. Yeah, you know, but then yeah, the, like who is it after that? It's probably the Vikings. You know, yeah. Vikings, Seahawks. Like I'd put the Vikings above the Seahawks. I, I, right now, I think I probably would too, and. um yeah, and frankly, despite records, I'd probably be like, you know, commanders are probably like five or six, you know, but like, it's just like, I think they'd beat the Saints, even though the Saints are five and five. They're in that dog shit division. Um, so anyway, we're talking Josh Dobbs, though. Over 300 yards again. Uh, I mean, uh, I think he had 44 on the ground, had a, had a nice rushing touchdown on a scramble. Uh, yeah, I mean, just looks comfortable, which is crazy to say because he's been in the building for 10 days now, 10, 12 days. <laughs> he has two wins. Yeah, t- yeah, 10 days in the building, two wins, yeah. <laughs> um, 
and not that I think you know, not that I think much of the Saints, but a win's a win in the NFL. Uh, Grant, yeah, it's over mostly Jameis Winston. And I definitely don't think much of him. He was chucking um, it. He was definitely chucking it around. God, he's an idiot. He's so dumb. Um, but yeah, so uh, just Josh Dobbs. So this was actually last night. I was talking about the quote um, that he had. Hang on, I gotta find it. Here it is. Yeah, so this was after the Falcons game. So this is literally like two days after he gets in the building. Hasn't taken a rep with the first team. So in this league, man, there's there's never an excuse for your circumstance. And I learned that from Coach T. So he's talking about uh, Mike Tomlin. You know, usually people don't really care about your circumstance. They, ju- they just want to see you succeed given the circumstance you're given. And it's like, I love that. Like, you know, I, think it, we, I think we talked about... I think I said the, these exact words with Coach Primer. How do you not root for that? You yeah, know what I mean? 100%. And I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I kind of want to put up a sign at work, and I don't think any, it would go over well. Um, but, it, like, for me, it's just like no one cares. Work harder. <laughs> That's it. You know what I mean? No no one cares. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you, you got, like, a death in the family or something like that. Yeah, sure. But, like, for the most part, like, no one cares. No, no, one, no one cares about, like, whatever's going on in your life. People want results, and that's just that's just life, you know. Whether it's fair or not, like, you know what I mean. So, I just appreciate him. Um, you know, I don't know because he because he's obviously a smart guy too, and everything. I, I don't know, man. I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for. Like, I I'm kind of rooting for the Vikings at this point. Um, again, it's Brian Flores, a defensive coordinator. He got completely fucked in Miami. Kevin O'Connell seems um, like he's got a cool head on him, you know, not rattled, just calling plays to Dobbs, you know, last week, obviously. It's just, yeah, things are trending upwards. And I would like to see, I mean, we're, we're 10 days in, obviously it's recency bias, but, you know, Kirk Cousins is up at the end, his contract's up at the end of this year. Like, yeah. would will Josh Dobbs stay in Dude, Minnesota? I, will, like, I, I don't care. I'll roll with Josh Dobbs anyway because the arrow's pointing up on him. Yeah, he's going to be a starter somewhere at dude, this point. We right? already we already know what Kirk Cousins is, and dude, we haven't even seen Josh Dobbs with Justin Jefferson yet. Yeah, just, like, just, just, I mean, Justin Jefferson might be back this week. That's a lot of weapons too. When you put in, you factor in Addison with a healthy Jefferson, and then obviously Hawkinson had over ten catches and, and like one hundred twenty five yards in a and, touchdown. And end up, I like I haven't really closely watched the Vikings game yet. Um, you're gonna be it? you're gonna be angry at their running game. Uh, Alexander Madison's their lead back, and he just yeah, he, he, he averages he, like two yards a carry. I know, I know, but hang on. But I I did just look this up though, right? So where's the where's the Vikings box score? There it is. Ty Chandler so, carried it 15 times, I think. So, after yeah. Madison went out with a concussion. But again, so okay, so Dobbs drops back 35 times in this game, a little high for you know. But again, running game wasn't working. But here they gave 25 carries for 81 yards. Now, that's a little over three a carry, right? I'm telling you, that is effective. That takes pressure off of your quarterback who has limited capabilities. Even, you know, again, totally rooting for him. I'm all for the run in this instance. I'm not going to push back at all. You need need to run. Yeah, but are 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 you pushing back on Burrow and Allen, though? Uh no, not not really. I I think I think the ratio you want a little bit more pass with with guys like that. I I think I would have maybe five more passes a game than than you would like in, in those scenarios. When you have a guy that's that talented, you want the ball in his hand a little bit more. I think than than pounding the run. I, I get 
I get what you're saying. You need to set it up, even Dude, if it's I, not working. I don't working. care. I don't care how much you're paying your quarterback. Make things easier on him. And then, like when they are running the ball, the Bills look good. When when the play action, like it, earlier on, early in the year, the Bills were like the best play action team in the NFL because they because they were sticking with the run, even though it was a plodding running game. Latavius Murray, three yards in a cloud of dust. Well, guess what? That still gets the play action game working. So, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, so, again, put the ball put the ball in your great quarterback's hands a little bit more. But you know what? Thirty five passes is enough, and that's what the or yeah, thirty five. 30, yeah, well, yeah, is enough. Thirty five dropbacks is what they gave Dobbs. Thirty four passes, one sack, and then also still no uh, talking about Buffalo. Still no Leonard Fournette in the games. I know he got signed for the, just to the practice squad. Yeah, or? just the practice squad. I don't know if he was elevated tonight or not. I hope this not. Is, if they're not going to give him the ball, this is still something for me to get used to. Is uh, is uh, like salty veterans being on the practice squad that used to just be a first or second yeah. year player thing. But yeah. Um, so anyway, just you know, good for you, Josh Dobbs. Actually, let's like what's the uh, what's the rest of their schedule look like? I'm gonna take a real quick look here. Well, they play in the NFC North, so that's a good start, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Broncos on Sunday night football next oh, week. Oh, that's starting to actually look a little so, spicy. Uh, huh? Yeah, right? The Broncos actually have something to play for, but then they get the Bears, Raiders, but then Bengals, Lions, but then Packers, Lions. So, I don't know. That's, there's uh, there's six wins right now. There's definitely three, three wins. I was going to say, there's three wins there's there. There's three wins to be had there and, and maybe an upset for a 10th, right? So, um. Yeah, maybe they, you know, maybe they can beat the Lions at home. They're only a game and a half behind them right now, so yeah, I like the Vikings snuck up on me to be honest with you. That that, but that's cool. Um, anyway, uh, a team that's not going to sneak up on anybody, uh, or, or not going to sneak up on anybody as being good. Uh, I'm sorry, but I know you don't want to talk about this, but the Patriots, they suck. Yeah, I just don't think it's really worth spending a lot of time with because, like, uh, we Are talked. You sure? About, Are we, you sure? We, we talked about the when I was giving you my Pistons pitch. I forget what terrible football game was on the night before, but we're like, you know, do people really want to talk as, about as, that? Uh, Bears and Panthers. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, you know, is that fun? Do people want to talk about that? I don't think this was fun for Colts fans. I don't think this was fun for Patriots <laughs> fans. I don't think this was fun for the country of Germany. I just don't think this was a, a fun time for anyone. Um, I mean, 10 to 6, just gross game. Gardner Minshew had a play here and there. Jonathan Taylor looked all right. Uh we have seen highest scoring soccer games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, also, what's up with uh, the country road? How did that tradition start? That in international games before the fourth quarter, the the whole fan, the whole stadium sings country road. Oh, you, John Denver. Yeah, what? That's so dumb. I mean, I love that song. It's a good song, but like. I don't need to see like 90,000 Germans singing along to it. I mean, I think it's cool when they do it at West Virginia. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, that's... It would come on at parties at college, and I'd be like, no. Oh, dude. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, oh, dude, I'll sing the shit out of that. Yeah, I think we're going to have to disagree on this one. That's fine. Um, More of like a piano I can, man kind of guy. I can uh, I can take it or leave it in Germany. Brown-eyed girl. But if they're into it, you know... Um, eh, brown-eyed girl's okay. Whatever. Um yeah, uh, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I like country roads. So all right, fair enough. Yeah, I, I liked it more than I liked the football game. So I'm not <laughs> saying anything. But no, I mean Mac Jones's interception. Like I think that's actually the like recency bias. Yes, but that might be the worst thrown these two eyes have ever seen in an NFL game. 
Um, he threw it. His target was in the end zone, and he was a few yards past the 10. He was probably about 15-yard throw. And I legitimately think he underthrew it by seven and a half yards. It was, yeah. He threw it, it on his a, back heel. It it, was, there was like one guy that looked like he was going to pressure him, but it was, like, it was basically Mac Jones being jumpy. It was Mac Jones being jumpy, and yeah, he threw it off his back heel, and the ball didn't even reach the end zone. And the the it was Gusecki in the end zone, uh, running towards the you know the corner. He was a good three four yards in the end zone. It was gross. It, it it's it, it's just crazy. You like, you look at the replay and you're like, oh, you're waiting for the replay. And you're like, oh, his arm got hit. No, it it didn't. Is the Patriots like? It it feels like they had some pieces in it. Like I don't know. I I always happy time. I mean, maybe man to find out if you have a real backup because well, I mean they they benched him obviously. Well, Mac Jones can't stay in New England. Like there's like what a what a tough time to get benched too is is right before the two minute you know two minute drill tough for Zappy obviously obviously had the fake spike interception that ended the game, Um, but. With that nine-hour flight coming back, too, I mean, just by week, like, you just have to hear all that noise, and it's just, that it sucks. Uh, I mean, he deserves it. He was, like, crying on the bench after, you know. I, I half expected, wondering, wondered, I half wondered if Belichick was going to be fired when they got back, because he knew he wasn't going to fire him on, on the, you know, on the plane ride, I mean, did Kraft go? Yeah, or, he was uh, there. He was yeah, there. so, you know, I mean, like. Both, it, both Jonathan and Robert. They don't fly on the same plane, do they? Though, well, they have their own team plane, so I, I I'd say they probably do. Yeah, I, I'm just saying I wouldn't want to fly back with Belichick like after like if you, you fired him. Well, no, you know who got fired on their day off uh, is Jack Jones. Um, yeah, this I saw is that. this is a, such a weird situation. So JC didn't even make the trip. JC Jackson. I know, and I keep mixing them up. Is Jack Jones the one that got caught with the gun at the airport? Yes. Yeah, okay. he survived that, but then he was late. Um, for uh, he was later. He didn't. He might not have even shown up to the team hotel. I think it was the report. Uh, he played ten snaps and then they caught him. But J.C. Jackson has been late. They, they said it was injury, but he's also been late. Um, he's still around. Uh, reports are Trent Brown's. I, I didn't know this. I guess Trent Brown is habitually late throughout his entire career. I would uh, believe that. Yeah. Uh, in Oakland, previous stint with the Patriots, current stint with the Patriots. Um, so yeah, just not not a lot of good good things going on in that locker room right now. Uh, glad that they lost. In all honesty, uh, it's kind of it's a it's a weird dynamic to be rooting for for a draft pick. I've never been in this situation with really any of my teams. Uh, but here we well, are. Well, this is why I brought up the Patriots. So you said you don't want to talk about the game, okay? You don't want to talk about the game, but who do you want? Because here's the thing, and whatever we 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 we've talked to death. The like tanking doesn't work, right? Right. So, do you want the Patriots to end up with like the fourth pick and hope Caleb Williams falls there? Is that I don't want like, Caleb Williams. You don't want Caleb Williams. I don't what, want him at four. I what, don't want him at fourteen. What do you? Whoa, really, really? I I'm not a Caleb Williams believer. Is is that well? I mean, okay, so he was. 
you're second in the Heisman voting. That yeah. Um, no, last I mean, year. he had a great year last year. I, and, like, I just don't think... Have you always... Has, uh, what I'm saying is, th- has this a recent development that you didn't think Caleb Williams would succeed in the NFL? It's not... I, it's grown stronger. I had my doubts to begin with, and I think it's... Well, we... I mean, I think it's we... It's the uh, Lincoln-Riley effect. After the Notre Dame game, you and I were both like, okay, he's short. We've seen... The issues Russell Wilson's having now. Russell Wilson's playing a little bit better, and we've um, seen you but, know Kyler Murray hasn't been fantastic. Hey, won a game this week. Yeah, <laughs> against, yeah, go Cardinals against the Falcons. But go Cardinals. Uh, I hope you keep winning so the Patriots get a better draft pick. Yeah, yeah. Tanking doesn't work, my friend. Tanking yeah, work. and I don't think they're necessarily trying to. I just think they lack that much talent, right? Like they they played hard. They held the Colts to the fewest points they've had all year, uh, which sounds like okay, cool. You held a Colts team without Anthony Richardson to their fewest points. Like congratulations, but they've put up over twenty points in every game. Yeah, the Colts have, Colts have actually been scoring. Yeah, yeah so um, um, the defense. You know, I don't think it's necessarily they're they're looking to lose. Uh, Bill Bill was shaking his head after uh Dude, Bill, if Bill isn't in charge of personnel decisions, I think Bill could literally still be a defensive coordinator, but that's it. Like he can't be a head coach anymore and he can't be and he sure as hell can't be a general manager. Yeah, I don't want him to be a general manager. I would I'm, intru- I, I, I'm still on the Bill Belichick coach train. I I'm not giving up on that. He's earned my he's earned the ability to have a bad year. I know it hasn't been to Patriots How about three bad years. For a few years. How about me, three bad let years? Me, let me finish my... Yeah, yeah. what what did the Patriots finish last year? I can't even remember. Seven and ten, I think. Seven and ten, yeah. Not great. Um, I think I think the wheels fell off late, if I can remember correctly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it hasn't been great. Obviously, the cam year as well. Um, I'm, not, I'm not ready to give up on him. I'm, I'm not. As a general manager, I, I am ready to give up on him. Um, I lied. Eight and nine. Eight and nine. Yeah. So right around five hundred. You know, kind of in contention for a playoff spot. Never really out of it. it not going to make noise in the playoffs, but you know, fighting for that seven seed. But yeah, um, I don't think he goes in season. He he might be out after the year. I hope not, but I think he might. Did you? Did you know the the Patriots have Will Greer on their roster now? The guy, the Cowboys' yeah. darling backup quarterback. Yep. There? Yep. The preseason. Yeah. Yeah. They signed him after they released. Uh, oh boy, what's his name? Um, Not Malik. Uh, oh, uh, Corral. Yep. Or Coral. Or yeah. Whatever. Matt yeah. Corral. Yeah. Um. Yeah, when when's it Will Greer time? <laughs> no, it's it's Bailey Zappy time. I mean, he he won two games last year as a starter um, with a very watered down offense. I I don't know. I, but like, give I'd him a chance, do. right? I mean, like, well, Zappy already had his chance, and then he looked really bad. You know, once they had film on him, why not? Why isn't it Will Greer's time? It's not Will Greer's time. You you got to see what you actually have with with Bailey Zappi. You just talked about a watered down offense. Give him a give him a chance with an actual offensive coordinator calling plays. All right, fine. Um, I think we're yeah. Now we are talking about the Pats too much. What do you want to do? What do you what do you want to do with the with the draft pick? What do you want to see happen? What do you where where? Okay, so, you, where we so you want I mean, like, okay, so at head coach you want Bill at quarterback you don't want Mac right? Nope, correct. Okay. Two for two, you're correct. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. 
I don't want Kirk uh, Cousins. Do you I, want Do you want Jonathan Kraft at owner? <laughs> I don't know. What do you, What do you want? Uh, give me Robert Kraft. Keep, keep Robert Kraft in in place. You know the Patriots are like thirty first in cash spent right over the last like five years. Well, that's the thing is they they spent a lot. To, they blame it on Belichick, but it's really a Kraft thing. Well, they have to spend that money, or they lose, or. I think there's penalties. No, there's, to, no, no, to, no, 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 no. There's, there's a floor. A, there's a salary floor, but what I'm saying is the Patriots stay second closest to that. Well, they spent teams. they spent a lot of money to get Judon that year, and I think they they got a couple other pieces that year as right, well. But they're not paying for a quarterback, and then and they don't pay. Well, they don't pay premiums at most so, positions. So they what they do is is Bill's always done this. He because you have to spend it within a three year window, right? That's the rule. You have to spend it within a three-year window, and your cap carries over, so you have to spend it by that point, or you lose it. So right. So, so then that's they why use that money on like John U. Smith, and but even then, so like, we'll, we'll see this year. I mean, I, I'm saying I don't want Bill at GM, but they're going to have 101 million, I think, after in free agency this coming year. So I don't know. Do you get a rookie quarterback? Do you get Drake May? say and and you spend on the offensive line and you get you know you add pieces on defense okay but th- this is the problem though so like they went they did that spending spree right yeah where they gave devon fucking god chow like 10 million dollars a year right for two years but like basically they spent hunter henry hunter henry Johnny um john smith Matt Judon. Is that, uh, they paid Judon. There were so like there were a couple of good signings in there. There were a couple of really bad signings in there. But, but that's the point is like in free agency, you don't get the same as you get if you just draft well, which the Patriots don't. You, they say, don't draft you say well. you say draft well, like it's a like the draft is anything that's certain too. I mean that's that's far from the case. Free agency is is more hit or miss than or excuse me, free agency is more of a known commodity than than drafting by far if if um, if the answer is drafting well i mean that's just i mean free agency does not really pan out that well unless you you know you unless you use it sparingly i think teams have proven that in the free agency era if you if you rely on free agency no, it's you it's a hundred percent a mix. I agree with you there. The it's team not that, even the, a mix. It's like eighty percent draft and then supplement with free agency. If you if you think you're gonna fill multiple holes with free agency every year the you're team, in for a rough time the team that overspends in free agency doesn't do well you're right there but they're you, yeah and you, you have, have no, to get pieces. you have no choice but to overspend in free agency free agency is where you get a backup quarterback and a second running back and a slot receiver and like yeah everyone's because mike those guys aren't the guys that you want aren't out there they're they're not they're already locked up unless they're either a locker room cancer or they're an injury concern or they're just not that good and the book's already out on them. Uh, Matthew Judon, with, I with, don't think with, hits any of those three with points. rare exceptions. There's exceptions to every rule. Judon panned out. Sure, Hunter Henry's fine, whatever. He's not worth yeah, he's, it. He's not what they thought he would he's be. He's not worth the money. Um, you know, if, you build, if you try to build through free agency, you're in for a rough time. Yeah, I, I just think uh, saying draft well is a gross over uh, simplification. Of, of no, of it's it. not. Yeah, no, it's not. You like you, you're, you're, you're making dra- it sound like drafting e- is like super easy. It's just like, oh, okay, well, you know, I have the no, it's, seven it's have and, no, it's have assets and then fucking use them properly. Yeah, it's still a crapshoot. Yeah, the Eagles have drafted 
you know, have made mistakes on draft picks, but they always have more assets than other teams. That's a good thing to do. Belgium, oh, 100%. It's a good thing to do. Yeah, so you ha- give yourself more chances and scout well and draft at the right positions, offensive and defensive line. Pick the right guy at quarterback. Sure, that's sometimes that's that's the hard part, right? But yeah, a shitload of offensive linemen, a shitload of defensive linemen. Pick up your running backs, linebackers, all that shit later on in the draft. You can find those guys later in the draft, right? So you do. Th- those are the kinds of things that we're talking about. Whereas, uh, I mean, like, uh, like even a Christian Gonzalez, like, yeah, he he might be good, but he's probably not worth a first round pick. I mean, that's probably not even a good example, but. The Patriots, a a pa- okay, listen, man. Here's the a Patriots, very, a very good the Patriots being in the position that they're in right now, they need two tackles. They need at least two more pass rushers because I don't care. One, they have one right now, one legitimate pass rusher in Judon who's injured, and who knows what he's going to be when he comes back. And they didn't, and they didn't use their first round pick on any of those things. If you don't have those fucking things, don't use your first round pick on anything else. If you don't have two solid tackles, at least, maybe maybe a center, if you, if you don't have a fucking quarterback, which they don't, like so the Patriots haven't solidified any of those things, and they're using their first-round pick on corner, which you can find serviceable corners, third, fourth. It's not an indictment on Christian Gonzalez. It's not even saying that that's too high to take him. It's too high to take him when you have the roster needs that the Patriots did. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I, I don't mind the Christian. Dude, you're Gonzalez. two and eight. I'm right. I'm right. No, Christian Gonzalez is hurt. Matthew Judon's hurt. Okay, you know, you'd be four and are, six. Yeah, exactly. Because your quarterback sucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. who we drafted. <laughs> I know you drafted the wrong guy. Yeah, which is so easy. It's just so easy to. No, quarterback know. isn't. I, I'll give you that. Quarterback is not easy. Okay, I, I'll, I'll give you that much. But that being said. If you're going to draft a guy like Mac Jones, you might as well have waited to the third or fourth round because he's not an athlete. He's just he, he's he's uh, he was supposed to be a guy that can re- they fucked him up too. Don't get me wrong. The coaching Mac Jones might have been okay with the right coaching. He probably would have been because he was. A, he, I don't know the whole I mean, no. The, you, see, you didn't see that throw in real time. Okay, like I listen, did. <laughs> no man, like they they fucked him up, but he all he didn't have the mental makeup either. I would. say. I think he's one of those guys that, like, if everything had been perfect for his first two or three seasons, he might have been okay. But I don't think he, I don't think he's ever exhibited the mental toughness. I think you're giving Mac Jones too many excuses right now. It's not like you. No, I, I just said he doesn't have the mental makeup. Like he didn't have the mental makeup to survive, you know, the shit situation that he was given. I don't know, like. Again, look at Josh Jobs. Like well, nobody's going to follow like, Tom like, Brady. Like, like Josh Jobs has been ever like been handed anything, any sort of good situation, and look and look what he's turned his career into. He played with the fucking Browns, the Cardinals, bounced around a bunch of other teams before that. I don't even remember where think, he was. Yeah, I think he got. I think he the saw the Steelers Ma- at one point. Yeah, I think he saw Mason Rudolph almost get decapitated. Yeah, that's enough for the Patriots. I, we were, I told you I didn't want to talk too much about it. Then we went on a thirty-minute rant about yeah, the Patriots because you're a because you're a homer and I'm right. At least I'll admit that the Eagles are going to suck, or they're not, at least. No, I'm not a homer. It's just like who nah, wants to talk about. I am a homer, but who wants to talk about that game for 30 minutes? I mean, I don't want to talk about that game. I want to talk about draft strategy. I think that's a totally fair. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Like, what do you what what do you want to happen? Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Well, so, I mean, it all so depends I hope on, your answer is you want an, uh, an elite pass rusher or an elite tackle. Like, you know, you're not even letting me answer, Tori. What I yeah, I mean, it depends on where we're at. I mean. I, 
I don't know. We need a quarterback, obviously. Maybe if Zappy's that guy, I'd love to get an offensive tackle, like that kid from Penn State. Zappy's not that guy. We'll see. No. Josh Zappy. Dobbs wasn't that guy earlier either, was he? <laughs> He's no. <laughs> I mean, Zappy like we can't, is not the we guy. can't pretend like we didn't write off Josh Dobbs <laughs> either. So, I mean, like, they're, you know, people, you know, can surprise us sometimes. <laughs> We oh, laughed. Well, like, we laughed at the card in the Cardinals' face when they released Colt McCoy and they traded for okay, Jobs. okay, fine. But you know, like, I'm just saying. I, am I saying that's going to happen? No, but I'm saying it's a possibility. Who knows? I, I'm I'm excited to see what we have in Bailey Zappi. That's where I'm. All at. right. Well, they should get started on that now and probably see if they, they should I, give Will Greer a shot too. Yeah, yeah. Because you need to find out who your backup quarterback is. But none of those guys are your starter. All right. Um, I think we already know from previous Super Bowls, backup quarterbacks an important position. All right. Um, yeah, you know, it always comes down to quarterbacks, right? Ravens. Um, you know, I just, I don't know, man. I think we gotta we gotta put a hold on uh, elevating Lamar to tier two quarterback status after that game against the Browns. Two turnovers. One, you know, maybe not his fault, but it's a pick six. He wasn't efficient. You've been talking about how efficient he's been. He wasn't efficient this game. He's thirteen to twenty-three. Two, like I said, two turnovers. Um, probably trying to make things happen with his legs a little bit too much this game. So I am not. Uh, it's not an indictment on Lamar. It's just it really for me. It's just it, like this is what I thought he was. Uh, yeah, it's the uh, the best pass defense in the league. Uh, for one, yeah, uh, lowest and, completion percentage. And elite quarterbacks beat the best t- defense because the rules are all in their favor. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at at what the Browns' defense has done to all the quarterbacks uh, this year, it's 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 not too great. Um, yeah, I mean, no, they they definitely. You mean like Gardner Minshew? Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know who they played this year, but. Uh, yeah, I mean the the Ravens definitely should have won that game. They were in control the whole time. Turnovers cost them. Um, I'm 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 not too concerned. Uh, you said you're not concerned about the Bengals. I'm I'm still not too concerned about about the Ravens. I mean, uh, same thing can be said with Joe Burrow. He had turnover issues. Uh, that defense is still legit. The, the Ravens I'm talking about. Um, inexcusable loss. These things happen. You put it in the past. You move on. Yeah, uh, I don't know. All right, so all right, coming up for the Ravens. Well, actually, you know what? We get to see uh, they host the Bengals uh, next week. Oh, nice. Yeah, that would be a good That's, game. Two two teams coming off a loss. You know, they're they're both going to be pissed off, and you know, games they felt they should have won. Yeah, we'll be we'll be here for that Monday night. Oh, um, Monday night. It's yep. Ooh, standalone be, game. That'll too. be our next Monday. Is night that in game. Baltimore or Cincy? That is in Baltimore. Yes, sir. That's what's up. That'll be a good game. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to see it. I mean, I, I still think – I don't think that's a fair comparison, Burrow and, and Jackson. No, Burrow's, Burrow showed it more than, than Jackson has in the playoffs. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just – for this one-week comparison, uh, you know, you're, you're talking about how Lamar was inefficient. I mean, up until this week, he was leading the league in completion percentage. So, uh, you don't have your best best game every week. And Yeah, well, we're going to – I need to pull those stats up because I think – how far downfield Jackson's throws are versus like Burroughs or somebody else's. I think that will show part of why the completion percentage is so much higher too. Um, 
Hey, coaching I plays mean, a part. You you said it yourself. You know. Well, I yeah, mean, but you, you can't. Gotta, I know, but you can't give a guy too much credit for making a five yard throw. You know what I mean? Like that's. Yeah, I think if I you're, think you're really trying to pluck away a Lamar. If for you, some dude, no, I'm just telling you, he's not going to win anything. That's all I'm saying. He will be a playoff quarterback. He will not win you a Super Bowl. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl. All right. He's not a good enough passer. You still need a good passer, unless you have everything is perfect around. You know, again, 49ers roster. Ravens don't have the 49ers roster. Nope. They do not, but they got Lamar. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not gonna happen. Cover cover of Madden doesn't get you much. Um all right. So Lions and Chargers right here. The I feel like the talent level is the same and the testicular fortitude is the the, the difference. <laughs> and that's why that's why the Lions are seven and two and the Chargers are four and five. I just want to comment on that. I, um you know, we, we again we, we talked about you know, is Caleb Williams the number one draft prospect? And maybe he's not. Maybe Drake May, you know, jumps him at some point, especially if, if USC keeps looking terrible. Um, but I think, you know, I'm not really that high on either one of them. Uh, again, I think I would actually take Caleb Williams over over Drake May at this point because I think Drake May is Justin Herbert, and that's not a compliment. It's, um, it's a compliment on his natural ability. I don't think he has the mental makeup either. I don't think he has the, the processing ability, and I don't think Justin Herbert does either. Um, Justin Herbert has all the natural talent in the world. So does Drake May. Um, I don't know, man, but it's, it, there's something about, you know, it, it could come down to coaching too. It could be a Staley thing, but it's just like, like, I don't know. The Lions, the Lions have three more wins. I think the talent level's the same. You could even argue that the talent level's better on the Chargers. I'd say it and, probably is, honestly. Yeah, and they just don't find ways to win games and the well, lions are tough and they find ways to win games. lions are talented don't get me wrong I yeah mean, yeah uh, Amon Ra, jamir gibbs david montgomery i mean let's let's give goff the respect he deserves no, he's, he's, he's played well this he's played year. well sam laporta as well i mean um, that offense Lapor- is laporta had a huge first down to kind of clinch clinch it against the chargers actually um he played amazing for a rookie um he's probably i think he's setting like tight end rookie records you know um those will probably fall pretty quickly. That's not a, that's not a diss at Laporta. I think that's just kind of the nature of the yeah. That's fair. The that's position. A, that's a fair criticism because I've I've said the same thing about quarterbacks. Like, yeah. who, who gives a shit about your yeah your Herbert right yeah. Yeah. yeah um yeah who gives a shit about like oh, this is the the fastest a guy's ever gotten to 80, five thousand yards eighty right. touchdowns yeah who gives a shit yeah so you're right um that's a fair criticism but uh but still Laporta's playing yeah. well um, talking about drafting you know you you were against that draft position wise uh to begin and they've they've had impact linebacker running back and tight end a little bit later yeah well and again it's not again it's not an indictment on the player right. it's an indictment on the taking the position that high i got you so G- gibbs and um uh was jack uh damn it what's the yeah. linebacker's name yeah is he iowa as well was he no, no it wasn't iowa i don't iowa, think so um, linebackers are just Iowa to me. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but no, uh, yeah. Again, it's and you know what? I will say this for the Lions: it showed the kind of team that they wanted to be, though, right? Yeah. And so I will give Jack the, Campbell. There Jack Campbell, thank you. Um, it it showed, and, and that's just a good football name, right there, right? Yeah, Jack yes. Campbell, right? Um, but it, I will say this: it shows the kind of team that you want to be. He was an Iowa boy. Oh, we were, oh, you were right. Good call. All right, my bad. Oh, so they t- so and then they took Laporta in the second round out of Iowa. Too. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so Iowa is just the kind of team they want to be. Yeah. You know, um, 
and I'm okay with that because except they, they want to play offense, but they yeah, but they still want to throw the ball a little bit. Yeah, again, I mean, perfect example of play action team making. Oh it, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Um, so what was what was my point? Oh yeah, you you said I didn't like their draft, but and. You know, I, I, I still – like, I mean, could the Lions maybe use another pass rusher? Or, or maybe maybe they already had all the pieces, you know what I mean? Like, the, you know, they do have good pass rush. They do have good tackles, especially for what they do, you know? Um, you know, because it's not like they were going to move Panay uh, Sewell into guard or anything like that. He's doing fine at tackle, you know? I can't um, imagine him at guard. He's just such a big human being. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's like uh, back in the day, the Eagles had uh, Sean Andrews, and he was like a three hundred and forty pound <laughs> tackle, and they moved him inside the guard, and he was one of the best guards in the league. Oh, you know, um, that's in the Andy Reid era, though. You know, um, but yeah, but he was just kind of dancing bear, and then you know, and then they had Jason Peters. You know what I mean? Like right. just just massive linemen. Um, Eagles just like their their giant linemen because now they got Mylotta. Um, so you know, you know. Again, you're you're right, but I like could they, what what could they have done with those two picks in the first round? Maybe a little bit more, you know. But again, they have they, invested at you know pass rusher, obviously with Hutchinson yeah. in the past, and, and they and and again they and they invested in Sewell, you know. So like so maybe they already kind of had the pieces that they needed. I probably maybe I'd go like the you know corner or something like that if I already had my edge rushers and my tackle and my quarterback. So you that's know? where you would have went Christian Gonzalez? Um, yeah, the, you know what? Honestly, the if the Lions had taken Christian Gonzalez at 17 or, or wherever it is, they got Campbell 19. Pats, yeah, I think 19. 17. Yeah. Um, so if he had fallen to 19, they take Christian Gonzalez. Like, okay. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it wasn't the Patriots place to take him. You know, but um, that being said, um, Jameer Gibbs is he might develop into a little bit more than, than just a running back. You know what I mean? Like he can kind of be used as a, as a receiver as well. Yeah. And so if he develops into a Christian McCaffrey type of weapon, then of course, like we're talking, all right, it was worth it. Right. And moment of silence for Christian McCaffrey for not getting a touchdown. Oh, for the right. First time Lost in 18 the weeks. That uh, was, that was pretty funny. Like <laughs> I failed you. I let you down or whatever. Well, I don't, I don't know if you saw, uh, Shanahan had him in when no other starters were in. They, just trying to get a yeah. like they gave it to him four straight times on on first and goal second and goal third and goal went for it on fourth and goal <laughs> got stopped at the one yeah i think that's kind of stupid honestly yeah i knew um, you wouldn't like that like, i mean well no yeah I, it's like, like well like why you know risk the chance of an injury right that's that's really yeah. the only reason i don't give a shit about running up the score um but for that reason right stupid right and, it, and it's like if you're gonna do it do it leave your fucking starters in there right like re- leave brock in leave Debo and George Kittle. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, like real other threats. I mean, it's like it's so dumb. Now, now you're increasing the risk of injury because yeah, everyone's, everyone's like keying in on him. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. And I it get- goes to him the first two times. You're like, okay. And then the third I'm time, you know what's happening. Here. And then yeah. it's fourth down and you're going for it up 30. Like, yeah, I think I know where this ball is going. Yeah. So I don't know. That, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and then. um. So our last football take here. So like it just uh, it just kind of sucks that the Jets lost. You know, like uh, now um, actually, yeah. Let's check the Jets schedule real quick here. Uh, but the whole you know Aaron Rodgers aiming to come back by mid December. Yeah, it's crazy so that they, he gave like a date. He's been really he's t- that type of guy that doesn't like to do that, and uh, obviously didn't give a specific week 
yeah, they 15 said, or whatever. They but, said uh, mid-December, though, is like what I saw. Yeah, no, I, I heard that as well. And, uh, I mean, damn. You know, I, I still can't get over that th- that 60-yard throw you released last week. Um, But, yeah, so at Buffalo, I mean, you got to think Buffalo at some point is going to right the ship, right? I, th- I mean, You'd at hope. least somewhat. Yeah, or not necessarily um, hope, but you would think. Yeah, yeah um, but so, so they're at Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo would losing two two in a row at home would be would be rough, right? Um, so Buffalo at home, then they got to go to Miami, then they host Atlanta, and then they host Houston. Like that could be one and three before you know before Rodgers is back, which means five and eight. And then Rodgers probably like, doesn't come back. Why would Rodgers come back for that, right? Like, um, I guess we could look then. Okay, Dol- at Dolphins, Commanders, at Browns, at Patriots. I don't know if you want to come back at that point. If you're five and eight, you got the Browns in two weeks, and you got Miles Garrett staring at you when you're not going to be able to really really run. Yeah, Um, yeah, you'd have to be like match protect all day, right? Like, like it's not going to in pistol and just you know five yard outs. Like, what are you going to do there? Yeah, none of that goofy shit that that got him hurt, right? Like, I mean, again, like the play where Rodgers got hurt. It looked like the ball was supposed to be out already, and 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 the guy was open, and Rodgers just didn't throw it, and then he scrambled, and it was like that was weird, you know, like the way that remember the tackles were like cutting. Yeah, and Rodgers said and, he didn't like that play design before it was, you know, when it was like, well, implemented. Well, dude, you know, like if you call the play and the tackles are cutting, you probably better get rid of the ball. You yeah. know, like I don't know. I mean, who you know, it's weird, man. It, it could be one of the greatest what ifs, like wondering what would have happened with the Jets this year, right? Like, and What a cool way to start the season, too. Like him running out with the American flag on, under the lights. You mean being a total fraud since he's a 9-11 truther? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> In New York. Man, <laughs> how quickly people forget. Anyway. Um <laughs> I mean, it was like, you like know, cool. in a vacuum, it cool was cool. image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure, sure. Um, Take away the, the persona behind that. Yeah. No, nameless, a, nameless face. That's a cool, sure, sure. visual. Yeah, and again, in in New York, and some, actually, people being excited about football in New York for a little while, and for about seventeen seconds or so. I got to come back to it, man. Again, like so. I mean, Rogers will be back next year. He's under contract for next year, right? I believe so. so. If he doesn't retire, he's back, and I just like I just still wonder. I mean, did he even still have it? You know what I mean? Like, I like it's hard to say. It's hard to say he didn't. It, no, no, no. I, I, you can't say that he didn't still have it. I'm just saying, like, it would suck to waste this. With, like, what if Rodgers comes back and doesn't have it anymore? Yeah, that I mean, would, we're talking forty year old, forty year old Aaron Rodgers, yeah, right? I think he's thirty nine. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, should the Jets just try another direction no, now? No, like, no. If you're a Jets fan, no. Dude, they're in such a bad spot, though. Because they like, still yeah, have Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't think they're in that bad of a spot. Uh, I just don't know, man. I, I, it is a it is a quarterback coming off an Achilles injury at at forty, so not a great spot. But I think uh, over half the teams would sign up for that. Still, you know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe the Jets write the ship. Maybe, hey, maybe they beat the Bills again. And, man, yeah, that'd be two losses to the Jets for the Bills, too. I forgot about that. Week that one. might spell the end of McDermott and, and Buffalo, I think, if they lose next and week. And I kind of think maybe it should, honestly. But, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll talk more about that game coming up on Thursday um, with uh, 
with our friend Parker Rush here. And uh, so let's move on to the finale of the show. It's history and holidays. And every day is an important day in history. Every day is a holiday. We got to celebrate. And uh, yeah, we just had a couple, you know, we had Marine Corps birthday. We had Veterans Day. Obviously, Thanksgiving coming up. I'm sure there'll be plenty of talk of that coming. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, not, yeah, we're not going to be doing a Thursday show. I don't figure think. out an early show, probably. Um, or, or yeah, or maybe, you know, maybe we just do one earlier in the day. I don't know. Like, if you're, but no, you're, are you going to be in a, yeah, I'll be in way. You're going to yeah. be out in New Hampshire, right? Um, we'll figure something out. Uh, all right. So, November 14th is National Pickle Day. And, um, so, I don't know. That sounds that sounds right for your mama joke, but both our moms listen, so I don't think we should do that. Pickles are good. <laughs> I hate pickles. Sweet pickle or, or sour pickle? Like, are you, are you dill or gherkin? I like both. I like both. Um, probably, I'm more of a I'm more of a gherkin. Like, gotcha. Yeah. Um, oh, what was I about to say? I don't know. I lost it. Was it a? It was, was something about was, pickles, but I lost it. Uh, it wasn't a your your mama joke. Nah. Um, the. Uh, yeah, uh, the uh, I was say like Rugrats. Their name was was the pickles. That oh was yeah, the, that's that was, true. That was yeah. the family's name. I, I got nothing else for for pickles really, um, because really it's just like immature twelve year old jokes. Really, that's really all I got. Um, I like pickles. But, you know, pick, uh, pickles on the side. Um, you know, no, you know, sexual sexual innuendo aside, I always give my wife my pickle at dinner. Um, that's very kind of you. So, um, oh, this is what I was about to say. I had a pickle <laughs> a couple weeks ago, and like I've never had this experience. It had just like a little bit of vinegar. It, it didn't know if it wanted to be a cucumber or a pickle. Have you ever had that experience? And it's so infuriating. Was that um, was that from the community market? Yes, yes, dude. Those it are... doesn't it doesn't know if it wants to be a pickle or a cucumber. I don't hate it, but I get what you said. I get what you mean by that. Because yeah. like I understand healthy and but just be a cucumber because I like cucumbers. Yeah, you know, don't tease me with that little bit of vinegar to become a pickle. But then it's hard to like preserve it. That's the only. Th- I think they put a little bit of vinegar on it to like kind of preserve yeah, it. You know, what it's I mean? tough. That's, you know, food costs. They live on slim margins, man, you know. And for what it's worth, community food markets. Very good. Very good. Sandwiches are fucking good. It's gas. Um, Yeah. So um, sponsorship opportunity, maybe. (laughs) As long as you get your pickles. You you can't be bad mouthing their pickles. (laughs) Um, And yeah, and Mike, you should loosen up, lighten up, um, because actually today now is loosen up, lighten up day. Because there's a lot, so pretty, I feel like I'm pretty, listen, pretty loose. Listen, man, individual. Per national today, you know, we we as humans live very stressful lives, and that can I get be, stressed a lot, and that can be hazardous to your health. Okay, so so you should loosen up and you should lighten up. Um, I'll try. I think you need to loosen you, up and lighten up. What? What did I do? No, you didn't Is do it, anything. You're just but, a hardworking man, you know. Oh well, wow. Thank you, um, Jesus. Um, uh, did you do anything uh, nice on National Kindness Day today or yesterday? Technically, absolutely not. I mean, did you? Like, uh, I mean, I invested a few hours training our new employee, but it, I mean, that's kind of for my benefit in the long run. Yeah, no, I just kind of had a headache and didn't really do much today. Yeah, I was just kind of at work all day and then came here. So, I, yeah, I didn't really do anything kind either. Yeah, no. Next year, <laughs> we're, we're not. We're we're not really. Uh, you know, getting into the the spirit of 
you know, the holidays that we're telling everybody to celebrate. Here. We'll be better. We'll be better. Yeah, will we? I hope so. I'll have a pickle tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Well, you, well, you mean today, right? Yeah, today. Yeah, I might go to national or, or yeah, <laughs> you might go to the national market, community <laughs> market. Um, all right, uh, yeah, let's let's brighten things up. Jesus Christ, the so nineteen November fourteenth, nineteen seventy. This was the uh, Marshall plane crash. Everybody on the team died. Um, apparently, things were pretty depressing even before then for Marshall. Um, their stadium was condemned several years before and the program wasn't doing very well anyway. And apparently just as things started to turn around, that's when the plane crash happened. So super bummer. Um, you know, I, I don't really remember the movie that well. Do I, you like, I think, I think that's one that I might not have even watched fully through. I, I've definitely seen parts of it, but I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure I've seen it. It's uh, in its entirety. Yeah, that one that that one's just kind of neutral in my mind. I know it wasn't bad. You know what I mean? Like right. it had a couple of good actors. Like I remember it not being like a terrible movie or anything. But you know, my biggest problem with football movies, other than something like the program where it's like so cheesy and over the top with stereotypes, is the bad cinematography of football scenes. Where yeah, it's like where there's it's, there's that um, meme that like nobody no. Hollywood actor knows how to throw a football like they're they're weird like <laughs> mechanisms that I don't know if you've seen I forget which one I, I, I don't know what you're I, talking I, about I have one but... in my mind I don't know if, but it's just like they they can't throw the football like they just look so awkward throwing the football yeah it's I don't know it's that but it's also just like you know like in a movie like Varsity Blues like the like the extras are I mean that's all they are is extras but they're but they're supposed to be football players on the team and they're like what like things that are going on in the background just aren't things that would happen in a football game. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like this half-ass blocking in the background yeah. or something because this person got paid fifty bucks to be on set for all day or right. like, like whatever the hell happened. I don't know. Got a lunch voucher. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they didn't get paid anything. They got lunch. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. So it, like. Remember the Titans? Like the way they made the last scene is so dumb. Like, like the team. I mean, you remember, right? Like, the, remember the Titans could have been the most amazing movie ever. Yeah, and it was such an amazing story in real life. And then they decided to like, you know, change it up. And it's it's like, dude, it was such an amazing story already. Like, you didn't have to fuck with it. And then also they Disneyfied it. And like, quite frankly, if there's like a lot of hate going on, like. Can we, I don't know, like, let's let's do the real dialogue that was happening back yeah. then to make it, you know what I mean? Like, because that could have been the best football movie ever, if you, but because it was Disney, it wasn't. And it's even harder on me because my stepfather reminds me so much of Denzel Washington. And so it's like, and like, and like, he, he was like one of the people that taught me football as a kid, you know what I mean? So like, it, like he was a running back, so he was, you know, well, I, I got to play like three games of running back in high school, so I guess that counts. But. Nice um fullback when that was still a thing but um anyway so yeah so robert must say, I, I know he i know he listens and he and he, he reminds everybody of denzel but um i don't know man they're like so, so remember the titans could have had like an even more special yeah, place had in a lot my of heart. potential but back to my point at the end of the movie it's so dumb like he like they they run like a reverse with like 10 seconds left and then like the wide receiver has no ball security and somehow like Julius just punches the ball out and they, and they recover a fumble. And like, 
And then and then they and then they run a reverse to win the game or something like like the whole thing's so stupid at the end of the game. It's like that's not a that didn't happen. I'll have to go back and watch the film. I I guess I didn't watch it with as keen an eye as as you have. Well, no, just make it real. Make it what make it whatever happened. Even if they beat their ass in the last game, like it's not like that still can't be compelling. And then Friday Night Lights is full of shit too. Even though that was also a very compelling story. But if you read the book, you know the movie's full of shit. Yeah. Maybe read the book for... I don't know. Whatever. Just watch the movie. Whatever. Then I'll tell you what the book... I'll tell you the true story. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just, just, I'm just tired of football. There's like, there's even cheesy stuff in any given Sunday. Like, I should... There should be a new rule. I should probably only watch a football movie once and then just, and then just leave it alone. Because I'll just keep finding things that are like, oh my god, that's so dumb. Why did you do that? You know. So, I have a uh, a football movie that uh, I think that you would like. <laughs> okay. It is called Greater. Say, uh, this this offensive lineman walks on to University of Arkansas. He's from Arkansas, and uh, yeah, I, I don't want to give too too much away, but it's a good movie. You should watch it. Mm. That's my sales pitch. So how have I never heard of this movie before? Came out in 2016. Where were you in 2016? Mm, Vegas. That's why. Too busy gambling. What, I didn't. <laughs> I don't know. I. I don't know, man. I I got a bad feeling about it, but I'm gonna give it a shot anyway. Greater. You should watch it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, still, there's basically there's not a perfect football movie out there, and it's frustrating. That's all I can say. Uh, Blue Mountain State, the movie. There, wait, there was a movie? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Blue, Blue Mountain State, the series, was pretty good. <laughs> um, okay. Also over the top with stereotypes. Oh, oh way though. over the top. Yeah, I mean, that's their whole That's the whole point, right? There was a movie? Yeah. Also, How do you know I that was... Know that? I'm, I'm pretty sure that was based off of Plymouth State. What? Like, loosely based, like, campus-wise. Yeah. But Blue Mountain State was supposed to be, like, a... Top tier Division One program. Well, I think you know they they kind of and and Plymouth State was where I was going to go when I lived in New Hampshire for an extra year to <laughs> well, get to they, get residency. Well, they're <laughs> obviously not going to you know build up this Division Three program. They're going to make changes, but I think it. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I I don't know. Maybe it's just people in New Hampshire telling me that. I don't know. But yeah. I have heard it by from multiple people, New Hampshire residents. <laughs> <laughs> Very credible sources. <laughs> I have it on good authority. This movie was about Plymouth State. <laughs> okay. All right. I Plymouth State's a wild place, so it kind of makes sense. Look, let's all right. I will check the um Creator. I will check the Reddit threads and we'll and we'll find we'll find out if it's true. Okay. In a deep if dive. We, if we yeah, if we can substantiate it from a uh, non New Hampshire source. I don't think Maine counts either because no. they, they would be they'd be into Plymouth State too probably. All right, um, November fifteenth is Steve Irwin Day, and you know, and there's a sports tie in there because um, remember those this is this is Sports Center commercials. I guess they still oh, do them. Yeah, yeah. But they were way better back in the day. He had one, and um, yeah. So like, the, so the Gator Matt. So he's talking oh. to John Buchagross or whatever, yeah. and then. And they and the elevator opens up and it's the Gator mascot and he's like, like John, look out! Oh yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah. Like, yeah that, that's one of my favorites. There's those a are, lot of good ones. Those There's, were great commercials. Um, or the one where uh, um, 
Poppy and uh, Jorge yeah. Posada are in there, and he tries on Posada's hat, and then and, and then, then uh, Wally, Wally walks, walks by. <laughs> yeah, Alex Ovechkin. Um, later, a little bit later, I think uh, he's going through like files in the ESPN, like in a room, like digital. Oh, files, like, he's, like a but computer he's a, room. But, but he's, he's a spy. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's a good one too. Dude, yeah, the, the, this is Sports Center commercials are very good. Yeah, but they were even better back in the day when it was like. There was like a Y2K one, and it was like back in like the Charlie Steiner days. Do you even remember no, Charlie Steiner? No. Oh my God! See, yeah, I'm old, but like, like they were really good back in the day. Um, fucking again, Linda Cohn, like just yeah, all yeah. Stuart Scott, all the OGs. You know what I mean? Um, that's why I'm so disappointed in Rich Eisen lately because he was one of those. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, yeah, it was Rich Eisen, Kenny Mayne, Dan Patrick. Like, well, there was also that really political guy too. Uh, um. Uh, Olbermann. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, it was, there were, there were better times, yeah. si- simpler times, yeah. you know? Um, anyway, so Steve Irwin though, rest in peace. He was, dude, he was like just the greatest person ever. Like I, I feel like he, my mother like channels him, like she's like an animal whisperer. And so like, oh really? yeah. So she's like, she's like Steve Irwin in a, in a American woman's body basically. Just without the cool accent. So, unfortunately. Well, she, she can do the accent pretty oh. well, but yeah. <laughs> um, oh God. And speaking of taking, you know, taking care of wildlife and everything like that, America recycles day. I say this somewhat sarcastically. Um, hopefully, you know, maybe someday we'll get better. Recycling is like a microcosm of a lot of things when you think about it. Cause it's like one of those things, if everybody did it, then things would be good. But we have proof that people don't do the right thing because yeah. like taking, just put your fucking shopping cart back in the spot. It's so it's, easy. It's such a simple thing to do. It's just, like, but because there's no punishment for not doing it, people don't do it. Right. And it's devastating to me because, like, politically, I'd be a libertarian above all. And I guess I still am because I just hate Republicans and Democrats so much. Um, but I hate libertarians, too. I just hate everyone, you know? And, 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 and the shopping cart thing's proof that you can't be a libertarian. But, but you know what? Recycling's proof that you can't be a libertarian either because um, just nothing works, basically. Nothing matters. Give up. That's super, basically all I'm super saying. Super, super positive uh, <laughs> national today. Nothing matters. Holidays. Nothing matters. History. Give up. Um, so yeah, America recycles. I just, I've found some devastating statistics on this and it's like, I don't know, like I was reading an article when we were down in Charleston and it's like 60% of the shit that you put into the recycling just ends up in the landfill anyway. And like, there's so many things that are too small to go through the sorters and everything like that. So even the people with the best of intentions, and then there's a bunch of shit that you just can't recycle and you don't know it. Like a greasy pizza box, like isn't really supposed to go into the recycling or, you know, like there's certain cardboards and certain plastics, like the cardboard that has the fucking, you know, laminate on it and stuff like that. That's not really supposed to go through. Um, there's, there's a lot, man. There's a lot of stuff it, like, and we could all do better to educate ourselves on recycling. It's just, it's just kind of sad. It's one of those things where we're like, I'm helping, you know, <laughs> but, but you're not. Yeah. It sucks. Um, <laughs> it's not going to get any brighter, Mike day of the imprisoned writer. So at first I, you know, when I saw this on national today, I, I thought I was just going to be funny. Um, 
because you know we feel like imprisoned writers at work but no it's way more it's way more somber than that it's literally in recognition of writers that were imprisoned for what they wrote and so that's actually a really serious thing that we should talk about because uh freedom of the press i mean i don't think there's you know i i believe in the right to bear arms too but there's really you know freedom of speech is I don't know, slowly eroding too. So it's just kind of like, like, yeah, you shouldn't be free. You must pay for everything that you say, but you shouldn't pay with uh, imprisonment. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. I mean, like everybody uses the don't, you can't shout fire in a crowded theater and all that shit, right? And you can't incite violence or, or put people in danger. But I don't know, man. I believe in a marketplace of ideas, and that's why like I'll put any political column that isn't inciting violence in the paper, because if you're an idiot, you should, you have the right to out yourself as an idiot. And then we'll, and then we will discard your stupid idea. That's how the marketplace of ideas is supposed to work. And that's what this country was founded on. And so if you want to say dumb things like, like, yeah, you, you have a right to an opinion and we have a right to tell you you're a fucking moron and that's how it should work. But we shouldn't be silencing people, and we definitely shouldn't be putting people in fucking jail for their opinions. So, fuck you, all the countries that do that, and we're better than you. All right, um, your government. Sorry, we're better than your government. That's all I'm saying. We're better than the Chinese government. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. This isn't a jingoist. Like we're better than Chinese people. That's not what I'm saying. All right. Um, November eighteenth. Use less stuff day. So November sixteenth. Tori's getting a little ahead of himself. Whoops. Yep. November. We're still gonna we're we're gonna use less stuff that day. Yeah, we maybe we'll use less stuff on November eighteenth too. Who yeah. knows? You know, maybe we'll go crazy. Make it a tradition. Um, but November sixteenth is use less stuff day. So stop being so fucking wasteful. I don't know. I don't use um, a lot of stuff. I feel like do you? I don't think I use that much stuff. Um, we burn firewood. You know, so like we don't use that much like home heating oil. But you know, I don't know. I think we, cre- you know, we create less trash than a lot of people. We we're, we're try we might try to get back into composting. It's kind of hard when you live out yeah. in the middle of nowhere, you know, with bears and shit. But yeah. composting is a little challenging. Um, but yeah, I don't think I use that much stuff though. Try you know, especially when I'm being healthy, I, it's a lot more of a. It's a lot less packaging, I guess. Yeah, that's probably the it's, one. It's thing more whole I, foods, yeah. you know what I mean? But you know, but no, I've been using plenty of processed foods lately because I'm a fat piece of shit. But I'll give it. All right. And uh, speaking of National Fast Food Day, is I mean, really, all we ha- well, shit, we, dude, everybody lost their fucking mind over Burger King. This is I hate they social wa- media. They wanted to have it their I, way. I I am on record. Okay, I fucking hate social media. I use it. It's a tool, okay? But I despise it because everyone lost their fucking mind over Burger King being open. Like, like what is there to know? Why did so many people click on that article, Mike? Explain it to me. So it, for all of you listening, and if any of you are Bennington Banner subscribers, okay, somebody explain it to me what you needed to know about a Burger King opening up in Bennington, but you won't click on the article about a veteran or or about uh, any human interest story. Like, what is it that makes you click? Like, what do you need to know veteran, about Whoppers? Sorry. Do you not know about Whoppers? The, uh, this is a slippery slope, but a veteran's not going to, you know, I can't, a veteran can't offer a uh, chicken wrap for two forty nine. I think that's uh, the, 
the crux of uh, why people are clicking on it and they want to know what hours they're open. And yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know, man. I just, just somebody like, wow. Yeah, you, I, I, there's other stories. That was I a very would, anti-America take of you. No. Do you, I, do you hate America, sir? Dude, you didn't even let me finish my statement. <laughs> I said there are a lot more stories I would rather click on like the ones you just mentioned. Please let me get my sentence out. <laughs> Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm just trying to get into the minds of these people. Um, and I've been going, I go to like price shopper every day. Uh, cause I just get like, talk about like packaging. I get like the pre-made meals mostly. Dude, the line is insane still. It's just like, you think like, uh, somebody's like performing there or something. It's just, it's like out the, on, it's like flowing onto the road. It's insane. Yeah. The, the line is bad. And then like. I don't know. And then I even feel bad for the people that work at the Burger King, which I don't know why I do because it's probably the same situation as Dunkin' Donuts where it's just like they just don't give a shit. But I want to give them a chance at Burger King, you know what I mean? And people aren't giving them a chance and people are so mad that the line's oh, so I, long. And yeah, the comments on have been... Yeah, it's been, there's no excuse at Dunkin' Donuts because I, I worked at Dunkin' Donuts several different times in my life. It's fucking disgraceful. P- get your shit together. But... um but yeah, um, but at the at the Burger King, they deserve a little bit of time to get it together. Just like a, you know, a quarterback in his first few games or something like that. Like maybe they need some team chemistry. Nice you know? time. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Um, but yeah, Dunkin' Donuts is. Um, uh, I don't know. At this point, who's just perpetually bad? I feel like everybody's kind of had a chance now. Mac Jones. Um, no, I meant like team. Um, New England Patriots. It's gonna be yeah. Uh, you know what? Dunkin' Donuts is Carolina a, Panthers. Panthers, yeah. Panthers works. Yeah, I think Panthers works. You're right. So the Dunkin' Donuts in Bennington is the Carolina Panthers now. It's like you you have no excuse to be bad for this long. Well, I think that uh, wraps up the show. We've been uh, pretty joyous in this segment. Um, you know, offered. Uh, I don't know why you don't want to hang out with me more. Honestly, I'm like <laughs> I'm yeah, fucking bundled. You know, if you don't. If your spirits aren't up after this, you know, the 20, <laughs> 20 minute segment of just pure joy, I don't know what to tell you. You got to reevaluate your life. Look, a little bit. I don't know what to tell you. It's one thirty, and of course, I'm not happy anymore. <laughs> like, I'm just, yeah. Uh, listen, um, I hope you still enjoyed it. <laughs> I hope you laughed at, you know, at my misery and, uh, and at Mike's misery for having to spend time with me. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'll I'll work on it. I'll go to therapy or something. Um, no, I, well, once you watch some Oklahoma City basketball, you're just gonna be you're gonna be good to go. That's true. Oklahoma City basketball is gonna turn it all around for me. I think. And uh, all right, everybody. Well, that is our show. Mike, thanks for you know tolerating me. Everybody, thank you for listening. Cat TV, thank you for giving us this equipment, and uh, it's only gonna get better. Thank you, guys. <laughs>